What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. This is your hobby content alternative. I am your host, Brett McGrath. And every Friday, we come on this channel and we talk about parallels. I bring on a collector and we dig in to parallels that I think the hobby cares about or wants to know more about. Today, we're visiting Prism's Gold Vinyl. I've got my good friend, Jesse, you know him, on the Instagram machine, at Flippity Flip Cards. think you're going to really enjoy this conversation. The perspective, discussing a parallel with inside a big product like Prism, that's not the, the true gold, that's not the black finite. Where does it really fit in? I might be a Prism simp, but I think it's just such an important product that has paved the way for a whole new era of collecting sports cards. And so that's why I keep coming back to Prism. You're going to enjoy the conversation. If you like what I'm doing, follow, subscribe, hit all the buttons. Most importantly, tell a damn friend you are enjoying the Stacking Slabs podcast. Without further ado, let's kick into the conversation. All right. We just had a big time warm up talking about cards, which I feel like this is going to be a fun episode. I have my good buddy, Jesse, you know him at Flippity Flip Cards on the program today. And we are going to be talking about gold vinyl, probably most specifically around the Prism product, but we'll also be talking about gold vinyl and optic and, and others. But without further ado, Happy New Year, Jesse. How are you? Happy New Year to you too, Brett. I'm great. I hope 2024 brings us plenty of gold vinyls and optic or prism. And I hope you, I hope you had a great New Year. Yes. Before we get into the parallel itself, I would love to know. I was, I love following your account because you collect awesome Hall of Fame worthy receivers, and you're constantly picking up big cards. Maybe like your close of last year, cards you acquired, what excites you? Like what would your end of the year recap be for your own personal collecting of 2023? If I were to go back in time, I wish I would have picked up a lot of like the lesser type cards, like the, you know, sub like $100, $200 cards and just focus on how desperate some people are to sell during the holidays. You'll see some insane, insane stuff. That maybe in you know September October, if it was available, you know seller was asking for X, and now they're asking for fifty percent of X because everybody needs holiday money. I've heard of, I've heard of people talking about maybe, you know, the time leading up to the national being a great buying opportunity, and we can include Christmas and the holidays in there as well. So, I I. I haven't posted everything that I've picked up yet, but it's cards that I, I thought I thought I may never get. And I, I got them all in like in like a six week stretch. So I definitely have to do a better job of selling moving forward to start twenty twenty four. But yeah, I'm I'm sure you'll you'll see some of the some of the other pickups on my IT page soon. Can you before we get into it, I just remember like seeing this card posted and reading about your acquisition and just like really loving it. And I think it'd be a good just like lesson for anyone listening behind this card. But can you talk about just your 96 Select Certified Mirror Red Premium Stock Jerry Rice pickup? Because I feel like there's a lot of lessons in your 
acquisition of that card that would be beneficial to the audience? So I, I didn't know that that card was actually up on eBay back in, I would think, 2021 through PWCC, when PWCC was still running their auctions and, and even fixed price items on eBay before they, before they had their own auction or marketplace platform. And I just kind of went down the rabbit hole of all of the receivers I collect on on the PWCC fixed marketplace when when everything was, you know, when they were banned from eBay, essentially. And I saw that card and that card has been on my watch list on PWCC since since they had they developed their own marketplace. And I would kind of circle around to it maybe like once a month just to see if it's still available, just to see if, you know, because from 2021 onwards you like you know how much 90s stuff has been blowing up um so i just want to make sure you know the the asking price is still the same it's not double what he was asking for a year ago and i would you know certain cards would pop up and that they'd be at auction and they'd finish around like maybe a thousand dollars less than what that card was was being asked for I kind of, as soon as the auction ended, I'm like, oh, this is too rich for me. And then I, I go look at that card and it would, it would just happen over and over and over again. And it was at the point where I'll, 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 I'll talk about the card that I was watching at auction. I think it was on maybe golden. It was the Randy Moss, 1998 essential credentials out of 53. I think it's the, I, I can't remember if it's the future or the now off the top of my head right now. But it was a PSA authentic. It's it's a gorgeous looking copy, but there there is a reason as to why it's authentic. There is like if you if you tilt the card in the right light, there's like a, a slight you could see it like chipping on the bottom or, or like a slight crack in in the in the acetate. And it went eventually. It got a little too pricey for me. And you can so on PWCC you can. What's nice is if if a seller has a card listed as OBO, you kind of have to play around with the platform a little bit to figure mm-hmm. out. So you can just put in like $1 just to see what that seller's minimum acceptable offer is. So I knew that that I knew what that number was and the Moss was starting to surpass that number. And I, I to up to this point I've never sent a single offer for for the the rice premium stock mirror red and that night i kind of came to the realization i I got home uh late from work as the auction was ending and i'm like man if i'm if if i'm even considering spending spending that type of money why don't i just go for the card that i've been watching for like two plus years so i sent that exact number that exact minimum offer that night i go to bed and the next morning, I get an alert saying the seller has accepted your offer. Two hours after I, after I sent it, and I, at first I was I was elated, I was excited, and I'm I'm like, man, I'm I'm a dumbass. Like, why didn't I just do this for like like two years ago? I could have just put that number up. And after seeing other sales, like I, I saw that 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 card was starting to gain popularity, and I was kind of at the point where like, man, if I don't if I don't get one soon, I might never get one that card's not it doesn't have a serial number on the back but the print run is out of 20 so if you can find one for a decent enough price it's you will not regret it i i don't remember 
my jaw dropping to opening up a mail day like it did with that card with that shine it's it's unreal it like already became like a favorite of mine in terms of 90s parallels so if honestly like just go for it if if you have if anybody has like something on their watch list like that where it it might be your only opportunity to get it just just go for it you you never know what the seller is going to say Yes, the, I I just remember seeing you post it and seeing the reaction and response, and the card was so cool. And then I got to reading about the acquisition, and I was like, "That's just such a good lesson learned." It's like sometimes comparing the cards you really want to cards that you're chasing, and you pull away. It's like sometimes it just makes sense to throw out an offer. You never know what's going to happen on the other side. So before we get into the gold vinyl of it all just wanted to hear the story and say congratulations always good to close out a year with a big car that you've been dreaming about thank you brett really appreciate it thanks man okay so i think the best place to start and i would have to look back on the 15 parallels that we've covered so far but there there certainly hasn't been another product that has hosted as many parallels as we've talked about. And probably some of this is recency bias because we are in the new era and Prism is such a premier brand. But I don't know, like I think about Prism a lot and I think about its staying power and just the importance it it, it has on collectors that have boomeranged back into the hobby and how Prism is front and center and just how it is in the hearts and minds of modern day collectors. And that's probably a reason why we have so much content to talk about when we're talking about the parallels. But I don't know, like just at the high level, when you think about Prism and Prism parallels, like you obviously go down the rabbit hole of collecting your receivers in gold, gold vinyl, other, you know, rare parallels. Like, why do you do that? Like, why is Prism important to you? You said something about the number of parallels that specifically Panini has produced in in products like Prism. Honestly, if 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 Panini never got the license and we were still in in Topps's world of football or any other sport for that matter, I don't know if it would have been any better. Or in terms of the number of parallels that are that are produced, I, I'm not a baseball collector, but there seem to be a lot of parallels in. And, and Topps Chrome and Finest and all of the all the products that Topps is producing for baseball. So I don't really know where where we would be. And in in terms of the parallels that that I go for outside, I mean, you can block out a lot of the noise with a ton of the parallels that are in Prism, but they there is consistency with you know a small group of them that I really appreciate that. If anything, I don't think we really ever saw in in tops in tops Chrome and even finest back in back in the two thousands. And I, I definitely appreciate that there has been that level of consistency that Panini has devoted Prism uh, Prism down to. And it it just I don't know car, cards that look that nice that are printed out of out of ten or less. They're just they they're they're just right up my you know. They're they're right up my alley, essentially, and I'll always be, I'll always be open to even picking up duplicates. I, I'm not a big duplicate guy, but for for a card like that, I'm I'm very open to, to getting. 
So you mentioned consistency and does that is the value you put on consistency based on the way you collect and your desire to complete runs of the players you collect in specific parallels or is it something different? For sure. Yeah, that I, I am a completionist at heart. So once I start a run, I, I once I pick up, you know, gold prism of or gold vinyl prism of of whoever I collect, I, I just want the entire run. It's just my personality. And obviously like if you if you look on my page, I'm a big shiny card aesthetics guy. So as long as it looks nice to me, that's that's all that matters. And yeah, it's it, it definitely it, it's it's a nice it's a nice feeling to 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 complete a run when you finally get there. Hopefully, I'll I'll get there one day with uh, place in the parallel that we're talking about today with Leo Jones and Hopkins. So, talking gold vinyl, and I think before I reached this point where I took a step back and evaluated gold vinyl, like months ago and realized that gold vinyl and prism, you know, one exclusive to the foot football cards. And two, like, I don't know, I never taken a step back and realized that it, it didn't start right at 2012 and hasn't been through the full run. And it kind of makes me think about like, well, what would a 2014 gold vinyl look like based on just the design of the card? But gold vinyl was launched alongside the 2015 product and i will say like i have been like on cardboard connection digging into like the different years 2015 like from a parallel perspective super underrated i love the the clean borders on the card no one ever seems to talk about 2015 but maybe talk about like that that debut year like we love debuts in the hobby like i've never heard anyone say like oh, gold vinyl in 2015 is the best because it's the first year. But like, how do you think about that kind of stuff? 15 is definitely underrated. I, what was it? Maybe like a week or two ago, you even passed along like, so 15, the 2015 Prism has, I think, eight parallels that are actually serial numbered. And one of them, yeah, was, you passed along to me, Violet Mosaic Prism out of 50, I think. For probably Jerry Rice and DeAndre Hopkins. Even that card looks sweet as hell. It's basically like a purple finite. And I'm sure people are thrown off by the print run out of 50, but it, I mean, it's still a really nice looking card. 2015 in, in general, uh, even followed up by 2016, if you are going for either a gold prism or gold gold vinyl prism run, and, you're, and the player that you collect played in both years and is in both sets, it's it's sneaky hard to find. I don't know what it is about. I mean, the aesthetically 2015 it it, it it's it kind of it strays from the norm. I, I I mean, even from 2012 to 2014, I wouldn't say there was like a, you know, a very consistent prism design. I think Panini was very creative with how they created each each set and and after 2015 and 2016 maybe even 2017, you kind of start to see, you know, the parallel look pretty similar year over year from like 2018 onwards. And just the the border in in 2015 and specifically the way, the way that the gold vinyl effect looks with the action shot of the player and you mm -hmm. can actually see like the gold, the actual gold discs on the field and 
on the defenders that are trying to tackle like Julio. It's just, it's, it's an awesome looking, it's an awesome looking card and awesome look design for that card. And even the other parallels, they're, they're really underrated. You have, you have tie dye out of 25, the finites on that, on that year look absolutely awesome. Yeah. Honestly, I can't say enough good about, about 2015 in general, but it seems like it's not even just for the, the golden gold vinyl. It's for whatever reason, the, the, that year just doesn't even pop up very much. Like even I'm trying to think of how many uh, prism uh, silver prisms I've seen for Julio that year. And I, I can't think of too many, honestly. So yeah, very underrated year, very, very heavily collected year that I think a lot of people are hush hush on. Yes. And maybe it's the nature of the draft class boxes get opening. I don't know. I've tried to decipher that, but I'll just, plug the the violet mosaics real quick and just say like i just stumbled across those cards in 2015 and i was like these look just like black finite so i got it picked up a luck and then i ordered a manning and when they like the luck came in i was just like it's some of like, the shine is so nice and they're out of 50 which 50 in prism seems like 300 based on how we collect, but it, you just think about like the tops product. And I don't know, we all create justifications in our head about why we want to collect certain cards, but you mentioned the design and I want to talk, hit that because you know, you bring someone in and you put a super fractor in front of them and you put a, a gold vinyl in front of them and they're prob and they don't know anything. There's probably confusion that like these aren't the same products. So I'm curious from that perspective on like the design and the influence. Do you think that because it looks like a super fractor that helps the gold vinyl or do you think that hurts or diminishes the gold vinyl in any way? I think unfortunately for a lot of people, it diminishes the value of the card and just how people look at it. Because if we, I mean, a lot of people, they collected when they were younger a lot of us have, and for a lot of us, tops was front and center, and in the two thousands, for some of us that are in our you know thirties, forties, and we're, I mean, the super fractors when we were growing up were they were ghost cards. Like you would see it on a Beckett magazine, maybe, maybe, and that was it. And or you'd see you'd read some article in a Beckett magazine about it being pulled from a pack, and you know we just grew up with them being one of ones and and prism prism made them out of five honestly personally i i don't i don't really care that it's out of five just because it, the aesthetics for me are far more important than the serial number personally and for they're better for my wallet too because because i don't know for the fact that it's out of five you may I'm just, I'm speaking from my own personal experience. I, I can't say, it, I can't speak for everyone, but it, it seems like whenever I, I, whenever a gold vinyl out of five pops up for sale, I can essentially get it in a pretty, pretty similar range to the gold prism out of 10. I'm surprised that there's not a bigger premium than there is or from, from what I've seen with the guys that I collect. So I'm honest, if anything, I'm thankful it's out of five and, and not a one. So the segue into the gold out of 10 versus the gold vinyl out of five. I think every so month, every few months on Instagram, someone like puts to pull like 
out there and it's like, what do you prefer, gold vinyl or gold out of prism? And it's, I'm always fascinated by seeing the results. And I think this is just pure speculation, but I think most people side with the gold prism out of 10 just because it almost seems like that's the flagship parallel of the product. But that doesn't discount gold vinyl because if you look at it, there's half the copies gone or when compared, it's, and it just seems like it might be more difficult to acquire, or maybe it's not difficult to acquire in compared to the gold. Like, how do you feel about that? Because I know you're a gold guy, you're a gold vinyl guy. How do you take those into consideration when you're kind of making purchases and building your collection out? It's, it's pretty, it really depends on the year for, for like the guys that I collect with what, with what becomes available. And like I said, with, with pricing being so similar, it, it's like a, what one or the other, it's a no brainer for me. I'm going to go for both. I'm going to try to try to find ways to, to go for both the gold and the, and the gold vinyl. I, I respect people's opinions who say that they, pref- they honestly prefer the gold prism out of 10, just because I, I understand their perspective with it being basically the lowest or really in 2012, the only non one of one serial numbered car. And with it being so consistent, especially with the print run, like I said, with, with tops Chrome, like you would have like in 2000, 2008, their gold refractors were out of 199. Like what the hell were they doing? And with with Prism, they've they've kept it consistent out of out of ten every year, and I mean they've they've only been doing the the same with the gold vinyl, and yeah, I I mean even aesthetically, it's hard to not if if you don't go through the lineage of of Prism through the years, aesthetically, I would still go with the vinyl just because I like I'm a superfractor simp, and it just I mean it. It's essentially just a super factor out of five. So I I don't know what more what more collectors could want than 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 a super factor essentially in Prism. So you've got Prism, which is a product that is extremely popular. And I think I'm I listen to this. I try I list sometimes I list the episodes back and just because I want to hear like conversation, especially from collectors who've been doing this for a long time. And Marino collector. I think I just cut the clip, but he talked about how like he's been collecting forever. And he's like, there's no product ever created that's been as popular as Prism. And to hear a collector who's been collecting forever say something like that, it's it, it gets my attention and be like, okay, it's not just people saying it out there. It's someone who's been doing it for a while. So you've got this product that a collector who's collected over a series of, of eras says is the most popular product. And then you've got a parallel that's out of five that you desire. Maybe talk us through like that dynamic, like how do you treat, it's a, it's not quite a one-on-one, but might be as hard to get as a one-on-one in some instances. Talk a little bit about your mindset when you're trying to navigate the purchasing decisions around a gold vinyl. I kind of going back to that episode with with Marino collector he made a a really solid point that i don't think people have actually i've never heard anyone else put it into words with compare i'm not saying they're pmgs i don't want to go exactly with that comparison but in terms of the print run 
players, prism golds, or if anything, the the gold vinyls here, we're talking even half the print run. You're you're basically looking at the same number of PMG reds that were ever produced for a given player compared to maybe the prism golds that they had. If it's if it's like a Marina or a Jerry Rice or or you know, insert player X. And I mean with 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 the vinyl I mean, it's the vinyl is even nicer, like I said, just because you're looking at half the print run as opposed to as opposed to the prison golds and completing the I, I, I feel like I don't see enough people trying to go for like a prison gold vinyl run. It seems like the prison gold run is front and center. And it's nice to I don't know. It's it's nice to, to, to just go after a parallel that looks as that basically is a super fractor out of five, in my opinion, looks nicer than a lot of golds. Maybe not, maybe not every gold. 2013 prison gold is like undefeated in my books and 2014 too. Both those years are insane. Um, but in terms of, in terms of price point for me, it's basically just, it's, it's essentially getting a nicer prism gold for this, for the same price. So yeah, the, in terms of, in terms of purchasing decisions, if I had to go with one over the other, I'd, I mean, on, on a day like today, I'm going to say gold vinyl and maybe it depends on the day, but I think most of the time I'm going to say gold vinyl. It's one of those cards when it pops up and it's a player you collect and you don't have the card, it definitely gets your attention and makes you stop everything that you're doing. I think maybe another, like the opposition on gold vinyl or people who don't want to go after gold vinyl. I think there's like this other a conversation I hear a lot about like, well, I don't like how it's out of five in prism. And then you've got the optic gold vinyl, which is the one of one out of optic, which is an inferior product to prism, but there's plenty of people who really like optic too. And then you can also go over to contenders optic, which has a gold vinyl in their product. That's one of one. So we, t- we've talked so much about the importance of consistency, but when we talk about the parallel across Panini products, there's not consistency. So how do you take that into consideration? Does it bother you? Do you not care at all? Like, how does that make you feel? No, I mean, if anything, it makes me value the optic gold. I'll be honest. I, I optic, <laughs> I value the optic gold vinyl pretty, pretty high. We were talking beforehand and I think you were asking me how many, how many gold vinyls I have in my collection. In terms of optic, I only have one. They are they are ghost cards, even for for the the two receivers that I collect, Hopkins and Julio Jones, that were active in, in 2016. Megatron just retired before that season, so unfortunately he wasn't in, in that year's optic product, but or optic at all. But can uh, I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Not to sidetrack you. So, wait, Megatron retired in 2015. After the 2015 season, yeah. So, so Megatron has one gold vinyl out of Prism, right? Then, yes, uh, yeah. He was, Do you have that card? I don't have the gold vinyl. I've actually, I've just <laughs> just before the show, I was going through Card Ladder just to see if it's ever sold. And I, I don't, not at least in Card Ladder's database, database they don't have it as listed as ever publicly sold. That's that's got to be one one hell of a ghost card that's a ghost card <laughs> then yeah that's that's <laughs> that card's insane but with the with the optic vinyl 
I mean, in, in my mind, it really depends on the year, but at the, the further down you get an optic, the more it kind of looks like tops Chrome parallels from like, like 2009 or 10 to 2013, which were in my opinion, the best years of tops Chrome gold refractors and had some of the best super refractors where a, a lot of the, the color it's, it's, it's mostly focused on the border, but it's still, it's, it's just a very nice, clean, like classic tops look with a, like a, panini brand on it essentially those those gold vinyls 101s honestly for any player they're really tough to find i'm surprised they're not more expensive i'm not calling them undervalued or anything but i'm just like if any i'm very pleasantly surprised they're not more expensive i saw a hopkins come up earlier in 2023 and i think i was i was about to move around the time and i wasn't i wasn't super aggressive about it and that's like a top five hobby regret for me not being more aggressive in that option and but the the fact that the in optic and contenders optic that they're numbered out of one if anything like it just makes me love it that much more in those products but i in comparison to prism like i said that we only have so many funds so many card funds that we could play around with so if i can take a discount for a gold vinyl prism out of five, I'll take it any day of the week. And I, I, I love them both, honestly. If you put a uh, gold vinyl up against a super fractor, is there any differences to you in terms of like the aesthetic and the effect? Not really. So the, the gold discs are essentially how exactly how they were in the tops years that's how they are in in the prism years in tops it it kind of depends on the year i know in in like for for a good example like 2006 finest the superfractor was it was like superimposed over the refractor color and the base so the base was like it had a, a largely a red background and and it's it, you can faintly see the 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 background of the field behind the player, but it's very faint. Where 06 Finest is almost kind of like 2014 Prism, where like the color of the parallel just like engulfs everything around the player, and the the discs on 06 Finest Superfractors are largely red, outside of a couple a couple gold spots like around the player on on like the edges. So. It it depends from from year to year in terms of I guess just the design of the background of the tops card, but for the most part, the super refractor effect is it's it's essentially the same between tops and penny. I've never thought about it up until you describe it, but it's almost like the fullest super refractor effect you can get. And I don't I'm gonna probably get a bunch of hate mail on this, but if you like if you Take a prism gold vinyl, like the way the gold engulfs the des- or engulfs the design of those cards. It seems like it's giving you the most gold vinyl or super fractor look in comparison to some of those tops years because of all the changes that you just cited. Oh my god, yeah, especially on the on like the the chromium border on the on the prism design. It's it it looks 
it looks like it should be worth a lot more than it is. It's yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to beat the superfractor effect on or the gold vinyl effect on on prism or or um, even with a lot of the top tiers. So let's maybe close this out by talking about some of the cards in your collection. Like, what sort of gold vinyl cards do you have? Like, what are some of your favorites and any stories that you want to share about how you got them? Sure. So for, I, I was talking about, I'm, I'm a completionist and unfortunately Megatron retired in 2016. So I, I couldn't, I couldn't go down his gold vinyl rabbit hole, but fortunately I, I, I collect Julio and Hopkins, as I've mentioned for like the umpteenth time on this episode. And in terms of their, in terms Can of. Can I ask their, a question real quick? Yeah. Are you, are you against collecting any moss or rice cards that fall outside their playing years is that not do you not collect those or what's your position i have exceptions and ironically the night before we're recording this there was there was an optic gold vinyl brandy moss i can't remember the year one of one that was that it, it just auctioned on ebay last night and I usually try to stick to playing years with them as as much as I can. I was even tempted to bid aggressively. And the more we're talking about gold vials, the more I'm regretting it. But maybe one day, maybe one day I'll go down that that rabbit hole and I'm already getting tempted. But in terms of the guys I collect, unfortunately, like I said, like these optic, the optic gold vinyls, they are just, they're ghostly cards. They are they are so hard to come across. It, it's almost at the point where I've gotten tempted. Like I know there's one on ComC right now of someone I don't even collect. It's there's a gold vinyl one of one I think from 2016 or 2017 optic Pierre Garcon at so super random. This like optic vinyls are one card I'll like kind of veer a little bit away. Mm. I collect just to have just to say I have it and if 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 I come across like a like an insane Garcon collector one day like maybe I'll just offer it to him at cost just to kind of like you know get it and get it into the right hands of somebody but just to say that I was able to own it for like even a short period of time is is just it's it's something it's it's cool to say in terms of the the total optic vinyls that I have I only have one between between uh, the two guys that I mentioned, I have the 2016 Julio Jones PSA 10, and I, I know where a lot of the others are, and, and they're not going to be made available anytime soon, if ever. So I kind of just have to have to accept that. Um, so, so the 2016, just for the audience as a reminder, is the first year optic you have one of the best receivers of this era is one of one from that product. And I think I just heard you say in a PSA 10. So what's the story? How did you get this card? So it's, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say it's the most exciting story. It was a super, it was at a super high bin on eBay and it must've been up there for prob- probably at least a year or two. Since I since I jumped into Julio, I've I've seen it. So I it's it it had to have been up there for a while. And one day I there must have been you know, this was like kinda it was around the time where basketball was still riding high, but you could tell it was probably gonna trail off. And I had 
a good bit of LeBron in my collection and 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 some modern modern basketball that at the time like you know in 2020 you were making money hand over fist if you were if you were kind of you know just following how how the how the hobby was doing as a market and i made a a a huge sale with one of my lebron rookie cards on stockx believe it or not and it was it was huge it was i've never sold a card for that much money i've never bought a card for that much money so i had a i i figured all right i have a little bit of money to play with let me buy something that i i know i'm going to care about and all of a sudden that card just started getting a little a little more tempting and i think it belonged to i i can't remember exactly maybe like a card shop in ohio or something i i, I can't remember but they were very firm with pricing I tried to do whatever to negotiate. They wouldn't hear it. They, I think they dropped the price maybe $500. And I figured, you know, what the hell, like this, this is a, I, I'm, I'm already, you know, jumping down the, the optic and prism rabbit hole. And I know these cards don't pop up and it's a gem. And I like that. I don't have the card on me. I wish I did, but it has like a kind of an older PSA slab where it has like the silver hologram instead of the PSA letters and red and red and blue. So that's kind of a, it's yeah. I, I don't know if I'm, unless if the slab cracks or something, I'm never going to, I'm never going to get a new label on that slab. So that's, that's definitely like, I, I would say easily a top five card in my Julio collection. I, I definitely need more for, for both my guys. And maybe run us amazing card, amazing story. Maybe run us real quick through what years you have and what you're looking for. For is it Hopkins and is there someone else? Uh, yeah, for, uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Julio Jones. So, and Julio, yeah, yeah. So Julio, ironically, I was talking about 15 and 16 being so crazy hard to find. I haven't posted it yet, but I just I saw the the 2016 gold final up for auction on, on eBay, just like a random night like getting home from work. And I, I thank God I messaged the guy on eBay asking for his Instagram. He reached out to me in like 10 minutes on IG. We, he, he agreed to the first number. I, I just blurted out and maybe that was a mistake on my part, but it, I've never seen another copy. It's not the highest grade. It's a PSA, but beggars can't be choosers when the print runs only five so i'm the card could have been any grade and i would have been happy to get it so i i do have 2015 and 2016 basically for for julio after 2021 unfortunately he was no longer in prism in in the prism set so the weirdly enough the only year i'm missing is 2019 which i i've never seen one it doesn't seem like 2019 prism is like i, I mean it pops up fairly frequently enough at least the golds do but for whatever reason i just i've never seen a gold vinyl that year for julio jones and then for hopkins i was talking about 2015 that's that's the one that i'm missing for hopkins i don't know if i've ever seen one for 2015 but besides that i have 2016 through 2022 i i like i said i'm even open to buying duplicates just to have this trade bait for both the golds and the gold vinyls so yeah i'm i'm yeah, I we got we got to do what we got to do to to you know complete complete the runs that we're looking to complete. 
I'm going to piss off a bunch of Calvin Johnson collectors, but I'll, I'll do this on your behalf here, Jesse. If you have the 2015 gold vinyl, because I want to see it, go sell it to Jesse. He's a buyer. <laughs> I'm sure he'll buy it. It'll be easy deal, right? <laughs> Thanks, man. That's like- let's, let's, let's maybe close it out. Just talk like gold vinyl. How do you view it amongst like modern parallels? Like where does it sit for you? Yeah, to close this out. In terms of Panini years, non one of ones. So I'm, I guess in in this at this point, I'm really just leaving out Black Finite. Mm. It, it's easily a top. Most days, it's a top two parallel for me, if not the best one. So it's aesthetically, I will easily take the gold vinyls over the gold, and I love gold. Like you could look at my page, I love gold refractors and gold prism but I'll still take the gold vinyl any day of the week over, over the gold prism. And even with like comparing optic gold vinyls to the prism black finites just depends on the day. Sometimes I'm, I'll just see an optic gold vinyl. I'm like, Oh yeah, this kicks black finites ass. And yeah, it's, it, they're, it, it really just, you know, they're, they're neck and that really goes to show you that for me, they're, they're neck. This was a ton of fun. Always enjoy the conversations. We'll have to do it again. Thanks a lot, Jesse. Thank you, Brett. Always enjoy catching up with Jesse. Love his mindset, mentality. And how about that conversation around gold vinyl? I know there are some gold vinyl fans out there. If you got those cards in your collection, make sure you put them up on Instagram. Tag me at Stacking Slabs and I will share them out. Everybody take care of yourself. Take care of everyone around you and we'll be back with more stacking slabs on the other side.